This is the Business Owner Challenge with Brady Marlowe of Execso. As a business owner, you have unique financial challenges, especially when it comes to transitioning your company either internally or externally. In this podcast, we address income planning for complex situations, leadership and ownership transitions, succession planning, exit strategies, generational wealth, and more. And now with a combined three decades of experience as both business owners and financial planners, here are your hosts, certified exit planner Brady Marlowe and credited estate planner Rob Wellendorf to help you navigate those challenging financial and emotional decisions. Hello and welcome to the Business Owner Challenge podcast. My name is Brady Marlowe with my co-host Rob Wellendorf. Rob, how's it going today? I'm doing fantastic, Brady. Thank you. Hello to our listeners. I was thinking about all the great things technology provides for us and one click buy on Amazon is is, is, a, is a great feature. Um, however, it can... It can uh, make things almost seem too simple to sell to sale. You, you can so easily just take a picture or something, put it on Craigslist. Uh, you can put it on eBay, uh, Amazon. You get a price in your head, put it out there, one click and it's gone. Uh, even a house, you can do that, I think now. So as we think about a business, I feel that has started to creep into the zeitgeist out there thinking my business is worth X million dollars when I'm ready to flip that switch. I'll just simply one click flip it. So what are some of the misconceptions as we think about an external sale, uh, the misconceptions around uh, maybe that sales price and, and just being able to flip that switch? As a reminder, I've been in this space almost 25 years now. What has changed in the last four or five, six years that uh, I've seen really causes more confusion and really false confidence for our owners. Brady, you think about the number of phone calls, emails, and letters, uh, 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 solicitations to purchase our clients' businesses, that has rapidly materially increased. Uh, There's certainly not a week that goes by where we do not hear from from a client or uh, their financial advisor or perhaps somebody internal, their controller or bookkeeper that says, hey, we've got a solicitation. We just want to make you aware of it. That is rapid. And I do believe it's giving the owner a false sense as to uh, the ease and the value, uh, both the ease of selling the business and the value that they will extract. Of course, none of these solicitations initially talk about money. However, you just get the feeling, oh gosh, my business could sell uh, in a week. Look at all these people that are interested. And I think that has really caused some confusion and has has blurred the vision of many of our owners. And when you do receive those solicitations, I think that fast forwards the process maybe to the functions of a broker. Let's get this thing sold. Backing up a few steps, what are the, the phone calls, the discussions the owner should be having to assemble the team, knowing that a lot of that team probably is in place, but gosh, where do we start? Mm-hmm. I almost think the start, Brady, the start is really an internal readiness is what I'll call it. The owner, and we talk 
quite a bit about this. Our listeners have heard it many times. The owner being both financially and emotionally ready. Uh, and that's internal planning. Uh, that's work with the CPA and the attorney and the financial advisor, uh, the insurance professional, the banker, uh, you and I as the coordinators as we've been. That's fully understanding what is important to the owner and the owner's family. And I like to have that done before the solicitation or solicitations show up. We can't control when they show up. As indicated, it's happening all the time. I would encourage our listeners uh, and business owners to just not be confused by these particular solicitations. Uh, Virtually ignore them if you can, unless or until you feel like you've done the appropriate uh, recasting and foundational work of your core plan planning as it relates to your family, family members going forward. Have you identified uh, uh, income sources, let's say, for the next 30 or 35 years? Have you been able to express what legacy might look like for you, what you want to pass on to next generation or next generations, what your charitable giving might look like over the next 30 years? I'll pause there, but I feel like until we can get our arms our minds, and oftentimes our hearts around these various issues, that particular solicitation, and I've done a a tremendous amount of qualitative research, spending time with owners who have sold, and they would describe uh, their feelings and experience as either uh, uh, unsatisfied or completely dissatisfied. Um, And they just feel like there was a better way to go about that. That's a great point. I think even in transitions that happen relatively smoothly, there's some type of seller's remorse maybe. Um, I wish I would have known that. I wish I had would have thought of that. Um, what are some other uh, readiness uh, considerations we should have? Is it uh, our, our people? Let's think about the people maybe. Do we need to ready um, Internally, do we let the external buyer uh, sort that out? What what are some considerations that come to mind when we're thinking about the the people involved? That's a great point and a great aspect to this readiness, Brady. You're right on. The uh, third-party suitor, uh, uh, the the person, the entity, um, whomever that's buying your business, they're really buying those people. Uh, So the management team, leadership team, having those duties and responsibilities spread out well beyond the uh, current owner is paramount. Uh, I, I, I ask a question of the owner, uh, sometimes the first time we meet, uh, uh, perhaps it's later in the discovery, uh, but I ask it, and it's hard to ask without smiling, but I say, oh, tell me about that last one month vacation you took. Where did you go and what did you do? And uh, the, 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 the majority of the owners say, oh, I've never been away from the business a month. Uh, we do hear some that have, uh, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, yet we have to have our owner thinking in those particular terms. You want to, and your experience uh, over the many, many years, Brady, you're expert in this, uh, uh, having that business really operate 
generate cash flow, push profitability to the bottom line, doing all of the above uh, without the owner having to be there uh, on a day-to-day basis is significant. That is a, a, a tremendous uh, a part of staging for an external sale. And that can almost be akin to driving in fourth gear for a business owner and then throwing the the gear shift into reverse. You spent your whole life being a force of nature and in some cases carrying the business on your shoulders. And now we have to think in terms of your business is most valuable to others when you are least valuable to it. So how do you become less valuable to your business, let the people take over, let the systems processes take over. The less that an external buyer probably has to deal with the actual owner uh, speaks more to the strength of the company, which is a good thing when we are uh, getting into dollar amounts from from an external sale. What's, let's go through just the uh, first couple steps. What normally happens? We get this solicitation, uh, do they give us a number right away? Is it, it's a, a letter of intent, uh, offer to buy? What's What are those steps there? Yeah, most often after some initial conversation or discussion, you'll see an, uh, an intent of interest. Uh, so the terms and conditions and, and sale price are not uh, disclosed or outlined. It's, it's just an indication of interest. Uh, you know, I, I'm interested, let's, mutually sign the NDA, uh, the non-disclosure agreement, and let's start sharing some information, some basic due diligence to see if we can indeed lead up to a uh, letter of intent. How do I know what to share, what not to share, what's too much to share? Yeah, I'll caution the business owner. Um, yeah, this particular process, um, uh, can indeed be a full-time job, another full-time job. Uh, to your question, the due diligence checklists are uh, uh, tremendous from, from financial to uh, legal to understanding customers and contracts. It's rather extensive. Uh, what I think's significant, and maybe I moved past this in my responses, um, when we have, and I say we, I, I'm, I'm talking about our role, I'm talking about the role of all of the advisors um, in this business owner's life, uh, the list that I continue to refer to, the uh, accountant and the attorney, uh, the commercial lender, the financial advisor, uh, and so forth. Once we have the owner ready, uh, then these um, uh, letters of interest and, and you know intent to purchase, these particular steps, we will continue to work with the advisory team, those professionals, um, to help understand, assess, and determine, does this particular uh, offer, does it even have merit? Does it even make sense? And we talk a lot about building models because it's so important. You could take the terms, uh, uh, purchase price in terms of, uh, of a solicitation, you could simply plug it into a model have it do everything that it does as it relates to the tax calculations, as it relates to the uh, income needs of the owner and the owner's family, as we quantify uh, their desires and wishes for legacy and philanthropy, you can determine uh, uh, early 
whether it even makes sense to to take another step towards potentially selling the business to this third party. That, that's a great observation. Building that model, it's um, it's almost like buying a, a car. If, if you have to buy a car because your car broke down, uh, your choices are going to be rushed and limited. If you have a clear picture of what that car needs to do for you, the type of money you need to spend, just nuts and bolts, everything you need out of that car, and you have time, uh, when that car comes along, you're going to know it. Or maybe you could sub in like soulmate for this too. <laughs> I don't think most people probably go into that depth of outlining their their soulmate. Uh, but I do, I do think it's obviously advantageous to have models built so that when somebody comes along, you aren't tempted uh, because they will seduce you. You can be <laughs> seduced by, uh, they'll have a proposal and have your name on it and uh, how it will take the company to new heights and legacies. And it really gets away from them knowing what's going to make you and your family happy. Yeah, I think that's a great analogy. You know, you know, when's the best time to sell your business when you're not planning to sell your business? Exactly. Well, next week we will dive a little deeper into the machinations behind the scenes of uh, external sales. We're right in the due diligence phase of one right now. And trust me, as a business owner, you want your team assisting with that. Uh, I know you're excited to talk about that as well, Rob. Absolutely. All right. Thank you again for listening. For Rob Wellendorf, this has been Brady Marlowe. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Business Owner Challenge. Don't leave your business transition to chance. Your family, employees, and community will benefit from a proactive written secession and exit plan. To find out how to start, please contact Brady Marlowe and Rob Willendorf at Execso. Call 402-991-1700 or visit them online at execso.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Exexo, registered investment advisor. Exexo and Cambridge are not affiliated. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Inc. Broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC.